0: I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894. 305-384-6894. Straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Things that are in your comfort zone are the things that you're used to. Stayallday.com. Free's exceptional. All my coaching programs are now open at workonyourgameuniversity.com. We have the self directed learning where you can get access to 37 plus courses. That's over 2,800 lessons that I have created over the years. You can take them at your own pace and you get lifetime access to all of them. That's one level. The next level is the group coaching programs. I have the bulletproof mindset program and the branding and business program where you get live Zoom calls with me, where I do a training and an open Q&A, and you get the community access, member-only community where you can make those connections and build relationships with other people who are on the same journey as you and are like-minded individuals that are just as serious as you are about working on your game. Third level is the third day mastermind. That is the only place that I offer one-on-one coaching. That is for higher-level professionals and entrepreneurs who want the personalized direct attention straight from me, not part of a group, but working with me one-on-one. All three levels, you can get access, you can get all details, and you can get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's workonyourgameuniversity.com. You're now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically in the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to occur. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, mindsets, strategies, and techniques, all under one unifying philosophy that is known as work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre all day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to expand your appetite for uncertainty. Now, why would you want to expand your appetite for things that are uncertain in life? Wouldn't you rather have more certainties in life that you know exactly what's happening? Know the same things the same way every time as I talked about one of the episodes of this show? Sometimes, yes, but there are times that you will not have that luxury of everything being you know, in your, everything being under your, let's just say, you knowing everything that's going to happen, right? Have you known everything that was going to happen in your life up to this point? Probably not. Most of those things you could not have known until they occurred. So this uncertainty is an inevitability of life. What I'm going to tell you is how to expand your appetite for how to be more comfortable with the uncertainties that inevitably will occur in your life. Now, before I get to that, let me tell you that I send out a daily motivation text every single day. If you would like to receive it, I think you would want to receive it. Once you see what I'm sending every day, I think you're going to wish that you had been getting it earlier. But there's no better time than the present. So send me a text at this number 305-384-6894. When you text me at that number, I will confirm that is you. You will receive my daily motivation text every day and that is my number that you are texting so you can actually text you are actually texting with Dre Baldwin. You can ask questions. You can share challenges. You can reply to any of my daily motivation texts, and I will reply back to you. And some other goodies that happen when you're part of my texting community. So just hit me in the text there at that number, which is also listed down below in the description, if you missed it. Now, expanding your appetite for uncertainty. Let's first get a definition of the word uncertain. It means not known and not definite. Uncertain. Undefinite. Since we know, there are going to be things that happen in your life. I mean, there are probably things happening right now in your life that you're uncertain about. There are things that will happen in the future that you will be uncertain about. You know how are they going to turn out? There are things that are going to happen in the next month of your life that you're uncertain exactly what they are. But you know some things are going to happen that you probably cannot predict. I just want you to be braced for it. I want you to be more comfortable with it and more ready to kind of take it as it comes, so that you can take these things in stride and they don't slow you down and just stop your whole flow. Does that sound like something that would interest you? Good. Let's get into it. Point number one. topic, once again, is how to expand your appetite for uncertainty. First thing, anything outside of your comfort zone is going to be uncertain. All right. The reason that it's uncertain for you is because it's out of your comfort zone. The reason it's out of your comfort zone is because it's uncertain. Things that are in your comfort zone are the things that you're used to. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that you like, but something is out of your comfort zone because you are used to it. You've been through it before. You've done it before. You've experienced it. You've seen it. You have some idea or what's going to be going on. Again, you don't have to like something for it to be in your comfort zone. Comfort zone is just the things that you have an idea of what's happening. So when you're dealing with an uncertain situation, it's going to push you out of your comfort zone in a way. And I want you to understand that that's okay. It's okay for things to be outside of your comfort zone, for you to experience things that are outside of your normal range of behavior and behaviors and thought patterns. Reason why? Well, there's several reasons. One reason is In order for you to grow and expand in life, you have to deal with things and do things that are outside of your comfort zone. Because if everything you did was already in your comfort zone, then you can't grow, you can't expand. Now, while you can maintain, you can stay exactly where you are. The problem with maintaining and staying where you are is that there is no neutral in the universe. So if you're trying to be neutral, then you are losing because the world is always moving forward and advancing. So if you're trying to stay in the same spot where everything else is moving, then you are, you're losing by default. It's kind of like standing still on a treadmill and then turning the treadmill on is going to throw you off the treadmill. All right, That's you when you're trying to stay neutral and stay in the same spot. So in other words, reading between the lines here, you need uncertainty in life, which is connected to things that are outside of your comfort zone, which is connected to growth. Because again, the world is expanding all the time. Information is expanding. Everybody is moving forward. So if you're trying to go against that, you're trying to swim against that current, you're going to lose one way or another. So if you were certain about everything or certain about everything that you were dealing with right now, then all of it would be within your comfort zone. And again, it could even be things you don't want or that you don't like. So for example, when I was in high school, I worked at McDonald's for maybe a year or two, year and a half, something like that. It's something that that job is not something that I necessarily like to this. Looking at it now, not something I would probably want to do. I wouldn't sign up for that job again, but it is in my comfort zone because I've done it before. I've experienced it. I've seen it. I know it. I have an idea of what it's going to be. doesn't mean I'm going to go do it, but I know what it is. I'm 100 percent certain about that job, even though I you know, haven't worked there in 20 years. It's probably changed a little bit, but the system is still the system. Steering a boat, though, is something that's outside of my comfort zone because I have no experience. I've never done it before. If you put, told me to steer a boat right now, I would have no idea what to do and I probably don't want to do it. And if you told me to go bag the fries at McDonald's, I have a pretty good idea of what to do. I just don't want to do it. So those are two things that I don't want to do either one, but one is in my comfort zone and one is not. But I want you to understand in the bigger picture, and this could be for something small or something big, anything outside of your comfort zone is going to bring a certain level of uncertainty. You can be okay with that fact because it is going to force some growth on you, even if, all, even if the only growth that you get is realizing. This is something that I probably don't want to do again. This is something that I don't want to be involved in. This is something that I do not like. That can be growth for you as well. At least now you can speak from experience instead of just speaking from theory. Point number two, the topic once again today is how to expand your appetite for uncertainty. Trust yourself. When you're in an uncertain situation, one thing that inevitably starts happening with all of us with our, our large human brains is our brains start thinking about you know, what might happen what might go wrong, how this might put us in a worse situation, how we might be in some type of danger. Your brain might start imagining fears that are never going to actually happen. You, know, you start imagining all these calamities that could come upon you that probably never will. But this is what happens when you know, our brains are thinking about the possibilities. Our brains try to fill in the gaps. They try to fill in these, the gaps of lack of knowledge and lack of experience that we have because we're in an uncertain situation. You see, when you step into a situation that you're certain about, you know what it's like, you know what happens, you've been there before, you've seen it before, you have a pretty good idea how things go. So your brain doesn't have to fill any gaps. Or if it is filling in gaps, it's filling in gaps with what you have already experienced. And humans being creatures of habit and creatures of pattern, a lot of times when your brain is filling in the gaps of what is probably going to happen, a lot of times your brain is, for the most part, correct. But when you're dealing with a situation that is uncertain, outside of your comfort zone, something in which you don't have the experience, your brain is still going to try to fill in the gaps. The challenge is this time, your brain does not have any experience to draw from, but it's still trying to do its job of filling in the gaps. And this can become problematic very quickly because your brain is filling in gaps of something from which it has nothing to draw from. So it's basically making up the story of how something is going to go. So knowing that your brain is going to do this, even if you try to stop it, your job is what I'm telling you here in point number two, trust yourself you want to do. Let's say you're dealing with some uncertain situation that you actually want to get involved in, but there's some uncertainty that comes with it. This is an expansion of your comfort zone. There's some uncertainty involved. This thing that you want to do and your lizard brain, as we call it, that's the reptilian brain, which only thinks in, you know, thinks in very, very basic terms, doesn't have the ability to rationalize as us humans with our big brains and us being so smart these days do, but it doesn't rationalize. It just goes off of things, kind of like a dog or an animal does, just straight off instinct, not any kind of conscious, rational thinking. Your lizard brain might hold you back from doing something because of that very uncertainty. And it's completely fine that your lizard brain is trying to hold you back. You don't want to let it hold you back forever, but it's fine that you feel that feeling. All that does is confirm that you're human. Now, whenever you are in an uncertain situation and you're about to move forward into even more uncertainty, and you feel a little bit of trepidation, a little bit of anxiety, maybe a little bit of fear or hesitation from doing that, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means that you're a human being or you should be happy that that's happening. Because If that's not happening, then you probably got even bigger problems. So that confirms that you're human. So check. By trusting yourself, what I'm telling you here, point number two, is to trust that whatever does happen short of you losing your life and dying, you can recover from that situation and you can extricate yourself from it if it turns out to be a bad idea. So if this thing that you're thinking about doing turns out to be a bad idea, maybe you, since you didn't have the experience, you didn't have the information, your brain filled in some gaps and you predicted it would go one way, but end up going another way. And that way is not very good for you. Understand, as long as you trust yourself, you will figure out a way to get out of that situation and at least get yourself back to neutral or even better than you were before you made that Decision that turned out to be a bad one. Wasn't a bad decision when you made it. It just turned out bad because you didn't have the information at that time. As a side note, there's a book by Ray Dalio called Principles. Very good book. And it's all about exactly what the title says, Principles. And one of the things that Ray talks about is that anytime his company, because he's in the finance world, very successful guy in the finance world, he talks about that at his company, Anytime they finish with a project, whether the project went how they wanted it to go or it went the opposite of how they wanted it to go, they always do a debriefing on the project, what they did or what they could have did different. And one of the things that Ray stresses in his book, and this is something that I've talked about before, but Ray puts it in his book, so I'll, I'll give him credit for pointing it out in his publication, is that he always, him and his team always ask themselves, what could we have done different given the information that we had at the time that we made the decision? So in other words, not what could we have done different now that we have all this information that we didn't have two weeks ago? What could we have done different given the information that we had back then when the actual first decision was made? So I'm bringing that up to tell you this. When you look at your situation, and I I just said a decision that turns out to be bad doesn't necessarily make it a bad decision because you might decide, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to go join this. I'm going to go join this sports team or I'm going to go get a job at this company, or I'm going to go date this person. At the time, given the information that you had, this seemed like a good idea or something that could turn out to be fruitful and positive for you. But then as you got into the situation and you gained the activity knowledge of actually doing the thing, you learned some new things that you did not know at the beginning that makes this turn out to be a not so good decision. Then you have to extricate yourself from the situation. You have to leave the company, quit the sports team, stop dating this person because you find out some things along the way. So it ends up being a decision that didn't go the way you wanted it to, but you shouldn't beat yourself up about that because given the information that you had at the time you made the decision, there was nothing that could have told you it was going to go the way that it went. And this is just the uncertainty that you had to deal with in life. So be careful whenever you're lamenting that something didn't go the way that you wanted it to go. You have to make the clear distinction between. All right, did I just miss some information at the very beginning that I just didn't notice or that I wasn't paying attention to, or a question that I did not ask, or a red flag that I didn't pay I didn't notice, and I made a bad decision because I just missed some information? Or is it a situation where you got all the information that you could have gotten and the only way you could have found out what you ended up finding out is to actually jump in and do something in that situation? If it's the former, then you can say to yourself, okay, now next time I know that I need to be more vigilant and pay attention to this, this, and this that I skipped over last time. But if it's the latter, being that you didn't get the information until you start doing the thing, you shouldn't beat yourself up about that. That's just an experience that you went through and you can chalk it up as a learning experience. And oftentimes we get learning experiences from things that don't go the way that we want them to go. We don't learn too much when we win because we are spending so much time celebrating and basking in our own ego that we don't even think about the lessons we could get from it. But when we lose and things don't work. And we pay a lot of attention in those situations. So make sure you're not uh, judging yourself harshly based on information that you could not have had at the beginning of a situation. So we're talking about here, we're still on point number two, trusting yourself. Anything short of you losing your life and dying, you can recover and get yourself back to where you were. Tim Ferriss talked about this in episode, I mentioned what Tim Ferriss talked about in episode 1556. The topic was how to stop living in fear. Tim was the first person I ever heard introduce this concept of fear setting. We all heard of goal setting, which is planning out all the good stuff that you want to achieve in life. Fear setting is not planning to fail, but it's thinking about if the situation that you're about to jump into, that uncertain situation, if it fails, what's the worst case scenario? What are all the terrible things that could occur if you were to do this thing? How, what's the worst way that this could turn out? And if it does turn out that terribly, how could you recover from the situation? That's the, that is the process of fear setting. And I think that's a really good exercise to use, especially for those of you who are any of you who's the salesperson and you're selling something that, you know, people want, but maybe because of the commitment that it requires or the price tag involved or something else that triggers anxiety in people, not the actual thing because they want the thing, but it's something that comes with what they have to invest to get it. It triggers some anxiety in them. Do the fear setting exercise with them. So, okay, let's just say that this You sign up for this. So you buy this product or you invest. And this just goes the exact worst way that it could possibly go. Tell me all the terrible things that could occur because of that. And then let them list it out. Let them tell you all the terrible outcomes that could come from this. And when they do it and you write it down, you put that on paper and let them look at it and say, "Okay, if all of these terrible things occur, how could we recover from this? Uh, How could we fix this? And then talk through talk through those scenarios with them and then ask them the following question. All right. How probable do you think that all of these terrible things are actually going to happen? And then weigh it against, juxtapose it with, what are all the positives that can come out of this? This is just one way. There are a thousand different ways to close a sale, but this is just an idea that I'm thinking of as I'm talking here that can help you help them make a decision, any of you who's a salesperson, that you find people don't buy, not because they are questioning your product, but because they're a little bit fearful or anxious about something that comes with investing in your product. Anyway. Tim Grover and a book, Relentless, really good book on book is really about mental toughness. And he used Michael Jordan kind of as the, the avatar for what he's talking about there in that book, a really good book that was directed towards it was based on athletics, but it's really directed towards anybody. anybody's book is really about mental toughness. And one of the things that Tim talks about, he uses this um, one of the type of one of the archetypes that he describes in his is the person that he calls a cleaner, which is like his highest level person. And the way that he described in one of the chapters, he said the person who's that cleaner, that highest level person, according to Tim's his framework, is that they will know what to do, whatever happens in any situation. They don't have to plan out everything before it occurs. They don't have to know what are their, their ways to recover just in case things go bad before they get started. They jump into the things they want to do and whatever happens, they'll know they'll figure it out. That's exactly what I'm talking about here. When you know that you can deal with whatever happens, i.e. you trust yourself, that's what Tim Ferriss is talking about when he says, due to fear setting that allows you to trust yourself more because you know what you, go, you can deal with just in case it goes bad. It's exactly what Tim Grover is talking about when he's talking about that archetype, that highest level person that he describes in his book, is that person has so much trust in themselves that they will figure it out no matter what happens. It's the exact same thing that I'm telling you here. When you know you can deal with whatever happens, you are more prepared to do what the thing that you actually want to do, even when you're not sure how or if it's going to work out. And point number three, Topic, once again, is how to increase your appetite for dealing with uncertainty. Stop underestimating yourself. Stop doubting and questioning yourself. If you had a friend or a colleague or a boss or a significant other or a neighbor or anybody who talked to you the same way that many of you talk to yourselves in your mind all the time with all the doubt, all the questioning yourself, all the second guessing, all the telling yourself how things are not going to work out telling yourself how you are not capable or qualified to achieve XYZ success, if there was an actual human that talked to you the way that you talk to yourself, you would not be friends with that person. So you might sue this person for harassment. You might get a restraining order against this individual. You might go to HR and complain about this person. You, would have a, you might get in a fistfight with any human being that talked to you the way that you talk to yourself. So for you to increase your appetite for uncertainty, one of the best things you can do is get the negative thoughts out of your ear, the negative thoughts out of your head. And the negative thoughts are not coming from some hater or some negative person or some troll on the Internet. Negative thoughts are coming from you. You need to check yourself and stop telling yourself the negative things that are causing you to feel more anxiety over uncertain situations. As if every uncertain situation you deal with is going to be the complete c- catastrophe and it's going to be the collapse of everything you've ever built in your life. When you know that's not the case, rationally, you know that. But emotionally, you don't because of the indoctrination of the negative thoughts and negative statements you keep giving yourself over and over again. You're doing this to you. This is not the world is not doing it. The Internet is not doing it. You are doing it, but you can change it. That's the good news. If you are uncertain about anything in life, if you're uncertain about yourself, understand something. So is everybody else. Us human beings, we are ninety nine percent the same. The very things that make you nervous make everybody else nervous too. So if you think right now about something that you're anxious or fearful or nervous or hesitant about, anyone else who will be dealing with that same thing, they're feeling the exact same energies that you're feeling. The difference between us is just how we respond to it and what we do with that energy. The very things that make you nervous make everybody else feel the same way. And we just have different ways of showing it. And we also have different ways of dealing with it. If we deal with it at all, some people don't even deal with it. They just allow that energy to bury them. Your task is to maintain your confidence What I call forced optimism, and I have a whole masterclass on that very subject coming very soon, even when what you're really feeling is uncertainty. Let me repeat what I just said. Your task is to maintain confidence through the skill. And yes, this is a skill of forced optimism, even when what you're really feeling is uncertainty. So you're listening to me right now. You're saying, what are you saying, Dre? You're saying you need to lie to yourself, you need to tell yourself something, something that's not actually true, just to make yourself feel better and more confident about a situation. Is that what you're saying, Dre? Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's a man named Myron Golden. I heard him say this. He said, You need to be living what you are believing, even though you be lying. Let me repeat that again. He said. You need to be living, meaning act out, be, do, have, right? Be, do, have. Be living out what you decide to believe, even though you be lying, even though what you're telling yourself might not actually be true. But if you live it out and you decide to be that person, this is me talking now. I'm just borrowed that phrase from uh, Mr. Golden. Even if, that phrase, that thing that you said to yourself is not actually true. There's nothing in the physical world right now that reflects that reality. If you believe it in your own mind, let's remember, the human brain does not know the difference between imagination and reality. So if you can imagine something strongly enough to the point that you actually believe it, then it becomes real in your mind. And each one of us lives our own reality. There is no real reality. Honestly, the only real reality is the reality that's going on in your own mind or the reality that you allow someone else to put into your mind. And there's nothing wrong with allowing another person to put a reality in your mind if they are giving you something positive. The challenge is many people are going to give you a bunch of garbage negative because that's the way most people think. Most people don't invest in themselves enough to be qualified to give you a positive reality that will help you out And I am. And that's what I'm giving to you right now. The, The determining factor here is not whether or not I say it or even if you listen to it, but whether you believe it and you apply it. So with all this said, let's recap today's class, which is how to expand your appetite for uncertainty. Uncertainty being defined as not known and not definite. Number one, anything outside of your comfort zone, you're going to feel some uncertainty because you have not done it before. Anything you've done before, you feel certain about it because you've seen it and you've experienced it. So understand doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you when you feel uncertainty. It's just a normal thing just makes you human. Number two, trust yourself. The thing that you want to do, if it involves some uncertainty because you haven't done it before, your lizard brain is going to slow you down and hold you back. All right. That happens to every human being who's alive. So don't feel bad about that. Just know that that confirms that you're still alive. You still have a a pulse. Tim Ferriss talked about the concept of fear setting, and I explained it in episode 1556, episode on how to stop living in fear, how you can recover even if the situation does go bad. Tim Grover talked about it in his book, Relentless, that his highest level person will know exactly what to do whenever and whatever happens. I'm talking about it right here, that you are the type of person when you trust yourself you know you can deal with whatever happens, whether you want to take Tim Grover's approach or Tim Ferriss's approach or Dre Baldwin's approach or what I would suggest is you take a combination of all three, that when you have that trust in yourself, you are more prepared to do the thing that you want to do, even though you don't know how that thing is going to turn out. But isn't it better to try it and find out than to sit there and wonder for the rest of your life what could have been? Point number three, stop underestimating yourself. If you're uncertain, understand everybody else is too, because humans, we are 99% alike. The only thing that makes us different is how we respond to those energies, not whether we have those energies and emotions. how we respond to them. And then if we take any actions around them. So your task is to maintain your confidence through forced optimism, even when you're feeling uncertain. As I said, you need to be living what you be leaving, even though you be lying. Text me to get my daily motivation text every single day. My number is 305-384-6894 straight to your phone free of charge. And Group Coaching Program is the Bulletproof Mastermind. One-on-one coaching is the third day mastermind. Both of those are available at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community and that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text of this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.